All right. Do we think Brander is a veil? We shall see. Bing bong boom. Beep beep pop. I shit myself late last night. Hello. Hello. It's a nice paddle you have behind you. Oh, why, thank you. Um, I won that in my paddling match yesterday. That's why. For people who are wondering, it's an oar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a, paddling, Paddle or... a paddling match sounds like uh, like a bad game of ping pong. Yeah, well, shows what I know. I'm uh, having some uh, Mexican booch, which is just American booch. Here's the one thing that I've learned about Mexico in the time that I've been here. So they put like warnings on everything. What do you mean? They've got the sticker on this kombucha that says, Exceso calorias, exceso azucares, from the sec- Secretaria de Salud, so the health secretary. Oh, um, I see. So if this is saying uh, excessive calories and something else, I don't know, as cazures are. As sugar. Okay, there you go. Your boy thought that kombucha was healthy. What's happening here? It's on everything. They put it mm-hmm. on literally everything. And some things I'm like, yeah, that makes total sense. Like, you know, like potato chips. Okay, yeah, I know those are bad for me. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's on healthy stuff too where I'm like, wait, hold on here, guys. I thought the booch was healthy. It was good for your gut. <laughs> it was like good cultures. No, apparently, terrible. Everything, you ever been to like... Europe or like anywhere other than America and on the cigarettes it'll be like show like pictures of like someone's like boob cut off or like you know like half their jaw missing or something and it's like smoking's dangerous they're doing that to the food here yeah what's healthy guys nothing nothing you gotta like grow your own food at this point for it to actually be good for you what I found out Mexico's taught me that uh, everything's bad for you and we're all gonna die yeah, that sounds right. But if you're going to die, you might as well die in Mexico. I got to say, man, ding, ding, ding. Mexico is the best ever. It's, I and mean, we've done this before when I've recorded down here before, but like, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's close. Mm-hmm. It's cheap. Everyone's nice for the most part. Like, I know that there has been some scary stuff happening, but everyone's nice. Everyone's like super pumped about the tourism. You know, the food mm-hmm. is fantastic. They just got to figure out their water. Once they get the water down, I mean, like, everyone's going to fucking just move to Mexico. But, like, you know when you go to Hawaii or something? It's beautiful there. But Hawaii's fucking expensive, bro. It's also very far away. And then also, the locals there don't want you there, you know? They're like, get the fuck out, man. This is our... Hey, Howley, you know, get out. Go back to the mainland, Howley. And you're like, fuck, dude, I don't know, you know? But Mexico's like, no, 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 no. Come on down here, all right? Let me show you the beautiful vistas of Mexico. It's beautiful here. So you're moving to Mexico or what? I'm telling you what, man. If this wedding wasn't taking a big old... Sarah, I want to accept this and just just to be like, what are you doing? What's happening? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I'm sorry. I got caught up in the moment. I called to to talk about a caption for Instagram for our engagement picture. (laughs) All right. We'll lay some on me real quick. Okay. Well, I was thinking like... The name's Bride, Bond Bride. Okay, I like or, that. Or Bridal Bond, uh, Bridal Bond Babes. Something with 007. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think, but I can't. 
You could also do something with like shaken, not stirred. Yeah, but it's a picture of us kissing on the car, and then then me leaning over the car to kiss you. Look up some Bond movie names. I want to post now. Sorry, Brandy. Brandy, we're working on the diamond status content. You could do Dr. Yes. Oh, Diamonds Are Forever. That's a Bond name. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll just do um, Bridal Bond Diamonds Are Forever. Why don't you text me something? I got to go on to set. I'm sorry. I just wanted to run that by you real fast, and I wasn't thinking. I'm sorry. Sorry, Brandy. I love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. (sighs) Welcome to my life. I couldn't hear any of that. We got our engagement photos in. Mm-hmm. My mom just said, uh, looks like Wells and Sarah posting their engagement photos. And I was like, yep. Yeah. So yep. so Sarah wants to post today. And so obviously we have that cool old, you know, 1956 Porsche. Mm-hmm. And so it looks like a Bond film, which I agree. Like we look like we're in a Bond film. Yeah. So she wants like a good caption ah. that, that has to do with like Bond. We're trying to figure it out, you know? Wow, you guys work together on your captions. That right there. Give that a ding. Oh, wait, we don't have a bell. Couple goals, man. You don't run your captions by people? No. Oh. I take great pride in my captions. <laughs> Maybe that's my problem. I really don't put that much thought into it. I know, but it's such a big part of the thing, you know? I know. You can have a trash photo with a good caption and it'll do well. That's true. Sometimes, though, I don't even read captions anymore. I'm just scrolling so fast through there that I don't even... I know. I'm not even reading anything. Yeah. What did you think of the uh, the engagement photo? Loved. It's good, right? You hyped it up, and it and it lived up to the expectation. Like, it surpassed the expectation, honestly. I told you we had a prop. It's a pretty good prop. It's a great prop. And what was fun about that day is that I got to drive it around because a lot of people will not let you drive a $350,000 car from the 50s around. Fair. And, and it's like, what qualifications do I have? They were like, can you drive a stick? And I was like, yes, I can. And they were like, okay, here are the keys. The funny thing was is that there was no one there to tell me the specifics of driving the car. And if you know how to drive a stick, you, you know what I'm talking about. On the shifting knob is the gear tree. So you can see like, okay, so over and up to the left is reverse. Mm-hmm. But in this old car, it had no gear tree. Oh. So your boy didn't know how to put it in reverse. Could never guessing. Could never figure out how to put it into reverse, okay? Never could. And I also, I was like, is this first or is this second? I have no idea. Because I couldn't tell. So I drove around for a little bit to just get this feeling of it. But there are times when they'd be like, okay, now drive all the way down there and then turn around. But your boy couldn't go in reverse. Do you know how hard (laughs) it is? So I had to go out to like a street, be able to turn back around in a big circle because I could not put it in reverse and do like a three-point turn. It's fucking hilarious. I've always wanted old Porsche Speedster or uh, Porsche Roadster before. Mm -hmm. They're so expensive, but they're just like beautiful cars. But after driving one, they're like... I tell you what, man, like back in the 50s, like they were just fucking glorified go-karts, bro. Like that's not super fast. It's kind of clunky. You know, now I'm going to need an, a newer Porsche, like in the 60s. I'm going to look for like a 60s version. Got it. So what are you looking up right now? Well, I'm looking at your engagement photo, and I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. This facial hair, is this photoshopped? Did you actually grow this? Because I'm here for it. It's working in, in the for, with the aesthetic of this photo. Interesting. Okay, so... We had just gotten back from New York from doing upfronts, so I hadn't shaved in a couple days. And so that morning, I was like, 
should I shave or not? And Sarah's like, no, don't shave. I think it's going to be sexy. And I'm like, yeah, I look kind of like a dirty, like a dirty little, you know, <laughs> little Portuguese boy. And I don't know if I want that. And she's like, no, it's sexy. I was like, all right, fine. So we went and did, did the photo shoot. And it's so funny you say that because I think I look terrible. What? Know? I think I look so gross. And Sarah's really? like, no, you look good. So yeah, there's there's a lot more like pictures were like up close where you can like really see because that one's kind of far away, you know? Yeah, I had to really zoom. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of facial hair photos of me. So you're into the facial hair thing, huh? Oh, I'm a big facial hair guy. You know this. God, I just don't. I don't. And I mean, it. I know, I know you don't have a whole lot. So I was like, you know, it looks, it looks pretty, pretty like dark here. Is this, you know, edited or makeup? But I could pretty much grow a full beard at this point. I got two patches, kind of small patches right here and right here on my cheeks. But other than yeah. that, I can grow pretty much a full beard. I, th I just think I look gross. I love a beard. I love facial hair. I mean, I, here's the thing. Let me just back up for a second. Yeah. I love a well-kept beard. Like, I love, like, a, you know, like, I love facial hair and I love a beard, but it needs to look maintenanced. Yeah. Like, I need you to take care of it, but, I, but I'm here for it as long as you take care of it and it looks nice. For the wedding photos, obviously, I'm going to be clean-shaven. Mm. But you know, I, I, I just have this like one hairstyle. Like I've just always had this one. <laughs> I can't like there's nothing I can do. And I'm wondering if like for the wedding I should do, you know, like real slicked Great Gatsby style hair or. Well, can the curls do that? Can the curls be slicked? I think that like with enough pomade, some elbow grease mm. and three or four hair dryers, things can be done. <laughs> well, I would highly suggest testing this theory. Yeah, you're right. Before you're right. the day. Yeah. Highly suggest. I know. Because it would be nice if it was just like plastered down in my head and like that's what it is. But the thing, the truth of the matter is, is that the, I've never looked like that. So my, people might be like, who the fuck is this guy? You yeah, know? it might be weird. I know. I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. So anyways, oh. um, Mexico's taught me that uh, everything is bad for us. Brandy's taught me that um, I should grow my facial hair out. So there we go. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're on vacay with the damn fam. Well, part of the fam. Yeah. How, how's the it going? The, the part of the fam that can actually make a plan and follow through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trip, you know? Um, It's great. I wish I could tell you guys where I am, but we'll still be here by the time this episode comes out. And I can't do that to Mile because as of right now, we're flying under the radar pretty good. That's nice. We're living large because no one knows we're here. It's painful to not get to post because it's so beautiful. I want to share with you guys, but I'm, I'm, um, I'm just you know taking a lot of content and just throwing it in my drafts so that I can post it when we get home. Because where we are is absolutely beautiful. It's incredible. It's a dream. I get why people love it here. We're somewhere that I've never been before, so I've really been looking forward to coming. And I totally get the hype now that I'm here. So next week I will share more details about where I am with you guys, but. Um, but yeah, I'm sitting in a sunroom just staring out at this gorgeous view that I've got with the windows open. You might hear some birds chirping. But yeah, this house is incredible. My only complaint, mm -hmm. God, and I feel like such a tool even having a complaint because this place is incredible. Yeah. Oh, there's no air conditioning. Oh, wow. And my bougie American spoiled conditioned just human nature is really coming out because I really like the room at 66 degrees at night. And I am lucky if I'm getting it at like 72 here. Ooh, yeah. Saving the planet. One small step at a time. One shitty sleep at a time. Mm -hmm. Well, 
I'm surprised they don't have like those like wall units. Nope, no wall units. Well, one other thing that Mexico's got over where you're at right now. All right, because <laughs> your boy's got some AC. I'm at That's because it's 115 degrees there year round. <laughs> I'm at 17 degrees Celsius. Do I know how much that is in normal? <laughs> Fahrenheit, not even <laughs> close. Cold. But I think that's, that's really seven. cold. Yeah, it is very cold. <laughs> but it is great. I don't know what it is. I could do us. I could probably do some math to figure it out, but I'm not going to. But I know that your boy likes 18 degrees Celsius. That's fucking freezing, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's find out how much 18 degrees Celsius that's is. It's pretty low. I feel like when I stay in rooms with Celsius thermostats, I keep it at like 20 or 21. Oh, that's 64 degrees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking freezing. How the pipes have them frozen, I will never know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm happy you're having... So is it just you, Miles, and Tish the Dish? That's right. Oh, man. It's a girl party over there. Girl party. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. Well, should we start the show? Oh, yep. We should do that. Yeah. Um, is it me or you? I have no idea. I'll go for it. Okay. Bros and hoes. It's a vacation edition of your favorite thing podcast <laughs> with Wells and Brandy. Ding, 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 ding. Let's go. Uh, actually, I'm not on vacation. I have a weird my schedule. You might as well be. I, well, here's the thing. Like, I have a weird schedule. This is this is a very weird job. I will say that this year is turning into a lot of night shoots for your boy. Ah. I have the entire day to myself. Which is amazing, and I have a pool that I can go lay by, and there's the ocean I can walk down, and I go on my runs and stuff, but then I have my night shoots, and I so badly want to get drunk by the pool, <laughs> but I can't because I got to go to work, you know? <laughs> so it's like I'm, it's like the vacation is like an arm's length. I can, I, can, right. I can taste it, I can feel it, I can touch it, but I can't really get over the hump of like, you know, one day I just want to get like margarita trashed. And pass out in the sun. But your boy is getting very dark. We've gone full native over here. Oh, wow. I can only imagine. How, how is the feet tan? The foot tan? It's, uh, everything is now just very tan. I'm going to need you to post an update, updated photo so I can assess. I'll show you at some point. <laughs> but then I, you know, I work from like 9 to like 3 in the morning. Which is, it's whatever, like... I've gotten used to the schedule. You remember when you used to wait tables and you'd finish like your shift and then like everyone would go like industry night, you'd go out and you'd have drinks afterwards mm -hmm. and then you'd get home and you're just like buzzing from like being in the weeds all night and like having a very hectic night and then having drinks and you're trying to come back down but it takes like an hour. So, so this is me every time I DJ. Yeah, okay, yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So like, you know, let's say I wrap at 2.30 or 3. Your boy's not going to bed until 4, 15. Yeah. You know, like I have to come mm -hmm. back and like have a margarita drink and like try to like chill the F out. And then, I, so then I'm not waking up until like 11 o'clock, you know, because I'm trying to get as much sleep as possible. So I'm just in a weird schedule. But anyways, I'm not complaining. It's absolutely beautiful here. And, and there's not much I can really say about Paradise other than like we're going bigger than we've ever gone before. Really? Well, ABC ordered 13 more hours of television this year. Oh, so wait, a, that sounds like a lot. It is. It's effectively it's six more episodes. Holy shit! And it's just like weird thing where they've moved Dancing with the Stars over to Disney Plus. So that means like because it used to they be they like, did. Yeah. So it it's used, not on network anymore. No, it's not on it, network TV. No, I know it's bonkers. And like, so it used to what? be like 
Bachelor in Paradise would be like Mondays and Tuesdays, and then Dancing with the Stars would start, and then Bachelor in Paradise was Mondays, Dancing with the Stars was on Tuesdays. Like that, and that's how it went. Now Dancing with the Stars is gone, so that means Bachelor in Paradise is just Mondays and Tuesdays for like forever in the fall. It's a wonderful thing because like I guess ABC like believes in the franchise enough to be able to do this, but it's also crazy because it's like we have to cast and create a show that's much bigger than we ever have before. Mm-hmm. So, Dang. anyways. It's bonkers out there, man. There's some cute relationships happening. Really? Yeah, there's some things that I'm really excited about. Okay. You know, last year was I helped Joe along his journey. The year before that, I think I helped Derek a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. The year before that, I think it was a lot of, like, Christina. There's a couple people that I've been really, you know, helping along. With the wow. Of, with the aid of some tequila and good advice. Love that for you. Yeah, they'll cut it. Don't worry. Actually, they might not because we have so many hours to fill. They're like, fuck it, let's throw them on the TV. I don't know. <laughs> uh, can't wait, honestly. I can't either. I'm excited. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring the show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece though is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part, but other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. And right now, Base is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's Base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. Oh, speaking of drinking margaritas... I figured it out. I I cracked the code. I uh, made the hack. Have you ever had this San Pellegrino Lemonata drink? I have not. No. Well, you've had San Pellegrino like other ones, right? Like the yeah. the orange one and mm-hmm. you know. So anyways, we have this Lemonata here. Mhm. If you want to have the most delicious margarita in the history of margaritas, it's Oh, that's a big statement. I and listen, part of my job is to make these every single day. There, I've never had as good a margarita as just tequila and this lemonada drink, and maybe like a splash of soda water is to get it more fizzy. No triple sec or contrary needed. Um, huh. No lime juice needed. Absolutely delicious. Foolproof. Ding, ding, ding. This San Pellegrino lemonada with some tequila will fucking change your life. It's so good. Okay. I'm maybe telling. I need to add that to my rider. Check it out. I'm telling you. You know, because I have uh, I have Casamigos tequila on there, and oh. we normally just ask for like soda water and limes. But no. maybe I need to add that San Pellegrino. Dude, I'm telling you, just try it. Lemonata. Lemonata. <laughs> just try it. I'm telling you, it'll change your life. Okay. Okay. I might go make a drink right now with it, if I'm being honest with you, because now I'm excited about it. Get get your life. Okay, hold on. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sarah is a postin. Oh, is she? Oh, yeah. What did she go with? Bond. Bridal bond. That's, that's good. Hashtag diamonds are forever. Okay. Pretty cute. So we did the thing where, like, I tagged her in the picture where it's like a dual picture thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that does. Well, it shows it on your feed and hers. But is that good to do, or is it better just to tag somebody? I'm not really sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't really know. You know what? I'm not really sure about anything Instagram right now. And now that I have finally made the leap to TikTok. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like leaving Instagram in the dust, to tell you the truth. Well, don't do that because TikTok is so much more fun. It is more fun, but have you made any money off of TikTok yet? Not yet, but I am well on my way because I just posted a TikTok of Tish and I the other day. I saw the dancing and thing. And it is going viral. We're up to 600K views. Oh, nice. I know. We're doing it. Here's why I love TikTok. Mm -hmm. You can trash men on this app because it's funny. It's in a funny video. And everyone just thinks it's funny instead of thinking you're like a man hater. They're just like, LOL, yep. Like, it's great. Anyways, here's the drink. All right, what kind of tequila we got in there? Oh, it's trash tequila. They gave me Don oh. Julio the first like week, Ew. and I cr cranked through that pretty quickly. Cranked and now I'm just it. now I'm just on like some Jose Cuervo like bullshit. Ah, it doesn't I even see. matter though with this limonata. Really? Mm -hmm. Huh. Absolutely delicious. You got some fave things, bro, or what's happening here? Bro, finally finished the staircase. Oh yeah, the HBO one. Yeah. I haven't watched the documentary yet. I have it downloaded and it's my next watch and I do, and I'm very excited to watch it. Because I know I get it. Like the scripted version, you know, we're making TV here. So like I I'm not and I and he, but here's my thing about the documentary. And you can tell me cuz you've seen it. So like what really gets me in this show in this story is how this like gorgeous successful French woman falls in love with this fucking dude that's like convicted for murder and a complete freak show you know what i'm saying and so i don't know like if they even show that in the documentary but that's what happens in this scripted show and so to me like halfway through you know she's making she's part of the team making this documentary but now she's in love with the guy so i'm like well obviously your view is biased so if you're making the documentary and you're positive he's innocent then the documentary is going to make people think he's innocent because you're not going to put it put any shit in there that makes him look guilty that's fair you know what I mean? So I'm like, how accurate is that? Is that like, I'm sure it's pretty accurate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, that's what really gets me. And like, I, and up until the last episode, I really was torn on what I thought. Like the problem is he's such a freak. He's not likable. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know about the, in the documentary, I've heard he's more likable than that, but like Colin Firth is portraying him. Like, I don't know if he's just such, like such a great actor or what it is, but the, the guy's a freak show, you know, and he's not likable and he's totally weird. And but the problem is they play out these like three scenarios in this show, you know, like throughout the series, they play they literally act out and show all three of these scenarios of how she could have fallen or how she could have been killed with it being an accident. Well, actually, two of them were accidents. And then they actually play out the one where he kills her. And you're watching all three of these acted out and you're like, shit, I could believe any of these. Like, I'm sure in the documentary, they did they show the owl theory? No, that came up later. Oh, okay. So, like, you and like when you first hear that, you're like, <laughs> that's a fucking stretch. Then they play it out, and you're like, 
shit, I could believe that. Like that could have happened. Yeah. Like it's just wild. And and so it's like you think like you think, oh, there's no way that's how it happened. Like he did it. And then they play it out and you're like, oh, well, shit. Now I don't know. So I don't know. But then towards the end. And this is, I guess, a spoiler alert. So like if you if you're watching the HBO series and you don't want it to be ruined or whatever, maybe like fast forward 60 seconds here. But in the end, they really, you know, drive home the fact that this guy is a compulsive liar, like Mm -hmm. in every sense, you know, like all these things come out that that he's lied about that are, quote unquote, small things. You know, it's you know, but to me, someone that's lying about small things is absolutely lying about larger things. And if you're that comfortable with lying about small things, then you're probably pretty fucking comfortable lying on, you know, on the stand up there telling some elaborate story that you've been able to like rehearse and shit. I don't know. So this, this whole fact of him being this compulsive liar and he's lied about so many things to me that drove home that I think he did it. I think he absolutely killed her. Okay. Interesting. Go watch the documentary and then tell me what you think. Okay. 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 Let me tell you a funny story about what happened to me the other day, which is pretty great. I'm a guy that like never breaks their phone. Okay. Okay. Now that you've said that, you're going to go smash it. Yeah. So. <laughs> or did you already? <laughs> I have like a, a screen protector. I have a case. I've had this phone for two years. It is in immaculate condition. One of the most amazing things about where I'm filming right now, which you see on the show a lot, are the sunsets are ridiculous. So one day there was a beautiful sunset happening. And so like I positioned my phone on my patio on the fence and I just started doing the time lapse thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then your boy got up and he went to go and make himself a delicious margarita with lemonata from the San Pellegrino. And, uh, <laughs> hold on. Delicious. And when I came back out, I saw my phone slipping down. And then, boom, fell 20 feet down, landed oh, flat. No. When I tell you that the screen of this thing exploded into a million pieces, like I've never seen a phone have this happen before. It was so bad. So I went down there and I was like, maybe the screen protector saved it. <laughs> and then when I pull the screen protector off, it's going to be totally fine. No, 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 no. The screen protector didn't do shit, bro. Mm. This thing was destroyed. Now, it's kind of my only lifeline when I'm filming when like producers need to be like, hey, you're done now. Go go home. So I have like, I have no phone. So I've been having to like live like a peasant through like computers and fucking iPads and watches and just hoping for the best. A peasant with iPads and watches, yeah. yeah. But I tell you what I'm going to do, I've been paying for this Apple Care fucking every month, $9.99 for uh, for however long. Your boy's going to use it when he gets home. Well, yeah. I've never never done it. I I was like, I'll just buy a new phone. Then I was like, no. This fucking Apple Care thing that I pay for every month. Oh, yeah. And it use. Mm-hmm. So anyways, it's so funny, though, if you watch the time lapse, because it like went <laughs> to the cloud, and it's like <laughs> this beautiful sunset, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's just... <laughs> to black, <laughs> it fade went to, to the black. cloud. Yeah, it did. That's nice. Yeah. Have you seen the, the, the new Chris Hemsworth, Miles Teller movie, Spiderhead? Um, no, I, I, uh, you know, excuse me for not wanting to watch a Chris Hemsworth film, but Why? no, I don't know if it was Liam, I would understand, but Chris oh, definitely wouldn't be watching that. Yeah. But Chris didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> he didn't break up with your sister. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> that's not fair. My loyalty. 
I mean, I get it's it. Strong, but like, I holding get, strong. Listen, if it was a Liam thing, I'd say go. Yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. can Kick rocks, but this is the brother. This is Thor. The brother, the brother, Liam, the brother. It's all the same. <laughs> it's not. That's like <laughs> that's like someone hating you because they don't like Miley. It doesn't make that's any fine. sense. Hate away. <laughs> Hate away. Well, anyways, I like Chris Hemsworth and. I think he's very funny. I think he's a mm-hmm. very good comedic actor, and I think he's a good, I think he's a good actor. Actor. Obviously, I love Miles Teller. He's, love. He's our next door neighbor. He's an right. awesome dude, and he's also just a very, very good actor. So there's a new movie out on um, on Netflix called Spiderhead. Okay. It's not like gonna win Oscars or anything, but it's very, very good. And it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me a lot of Ex Machina. Oh, loved that movie. I did too. It's not as well done as Ex Machina is, but it's mm-hmm. it's got the same vibe. So basically, uh, here's the tag. In the near future, convicts are offered the chance to volunteer as medical subjects to shorten their sentence. One such subject for a new drug capable of generating feelings of love begins questioning the reality of his emotions. Spiderhead on Netflix. So Chris Hemsworth is, he like basically owns a jail in the middle of the ocean. And there's all of these inmates there. They are testing out these drugs on them for a reduced sentence. And the drugs like make them feel all sorts of different things. Love, lust, laughter, anger, hatred, like all the things. And they're testing them out like almost like rats in a laboratory, right? But there's like more at play here. You're not really sure what's going on. And like there's a great twist to it. But anyways, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it held my attention for a long time. Obviously, I didn't have a phone to look at. So I was very, very uh, interested in this the thing. But yeah, go check it out. Spiderhead. It's good. I'll probably watch that. It's not bad. <clears throat> it sounds good. It's got a good um, twist to it. You kind of know where it's going. But then the twist is like, oh, huh. that's actually quite interesting. So That sounds like a movie I'd like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what movie Chris did forever ago that was like a very serious role that I, I loved him in was Rush. Did you ever watch that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great movie. That was the car racing one. Yeah. The other guy in that that also plays the bad. Oh, yeah. Who was the that? The bad Nazi in Inglorious Bastards. He's great in that. that uh, yeah. Guy, that guy's that's a, a great actor. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost don't even want to talk about it because you're going to want to probably ruin things for me, but you can't. Okay, I am one episode away from finishing Stranger Things. Oh, great. I know. The last episode is almost an hour and a half long. Oh, I know. Actually, I think it's I think it's an hour 40. Yeah. It's long. I was like, it's a damn movie. Very random, but we were driving around yesterday, you know, mm-hmm. um, at our undisclosed location. And we're driving and we're like at a stop sign. And Miley's like, wait, the guy in the car in front of us coming towards us? That's that's the guy from Stranger Things. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, that's that actor from Stranger Things that plays the dad. And I was like, the cop? And she was like, yeah, the cop, the dad, that's him. And I think we passed him. Did you say, hey? No. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> but I thought it was funny because I was like, hey, I'm watching Stranger Things right now. But if anyone can stop the guy from Stranger Things, it's Miley <laughs> Cyrus being like, hey, it's Miley. And he's like, oh, hey, I'm... <laughs> The guy from Stranger Things. And the guy from Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah, I have one episode left. I almost wish you hadn't told me the video game theory because it's now it's all I can think about. Oh, also, did we even talk about how you sent me that article about how the person that created the villain, what's his name? Um, Vecna. Vecna, yeah. yeah. Vecna 
did the Night King. See, I'm not crazy. Yeah, you were right about I that. I know my shit, I man. Know Sarah sent me that, and she was like, Brandy's on to something here. Damn. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, it was a couple episodes ago that Brandy was like, is it just me, or is it Vecna seem a lot like the Night King? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. And then apparently the guy who did <laughs> the, the makeup for the Night King also is doing Vecna. So uh-huh. good on you, kid. I am on my shit. Well, I want you to finish it because I want to talk to you about like what you think is going to happen going forward. I know. So next week we'll have to do that because I am yeah. one episode away. Okay. This season is very good. It's very scary. Mm-hmm. I can't watch it just before bed. It's very, very dark. There's a lot of scenes going on that that like if I had watched this as a kid, I would have severe nightmares about. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, you know, the, the end of the episode I just watched. So spoiler alert, if you're watching Stranger Things, fast forward 60 seconds. Poor Steve has gotten pulled under into the fucking upside down or whatever underwater something mm-hmm. grabs his leg from the water and he gets pulled out okay, that's a huge nightmare of mine okay that's why i don't go in the ocean things yeah. just pulling you under you never come back so you got freaking steve down there and obvi obvi steve isn't gonna stay there and die they can't kill steve well they can't obvi he's coming back i hope not i hope, uh, I hope he never dies Gosh, he can't. That one's terrifying. There's been so many children just levitating into the air and getting like dismembered, like the fucking poltergeist shit. Like it is terrifying. Yeah. So you know the song that saves is the it Kate Bush song. The Kate yeah. Bush song. That song never made it to number one when it was out, like in the '80s. But now it, it's chart topping. Uh, oh well, it's all over TikTok. All over TikTok. Yeah. If I only could make a deal with God. <laughs> what would be your Vecna song? That's a very heavy question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what would be a funny one? What? <laughs> Remember that Kelly Clarkson song, Since You've Been Gone? Yeah. That'd be a good one. That's, that's what you want? Yeah, that'd be fuck you to all the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> it always goes back... <laughs> To how you've been to men are trash for you. Yeah, it does. Like it's it's amazing that like that is immediately where your head goes. Is you know what, you know what? If if I'm gonna (laughs) gonna be in the upside down, I'm going out. I want to make sure all the fucking guys know how shitty they are. Exactly. Yes. I feel like that's it. Oh my god, that's amazing. It's too good. What's yours? Oh, you know, it's a toughie. It is it's a great question. You know what it would be? I was thinking the Killers would make a good soundtrack for that too. Yeah. By the way, I heard some theory the other day that the Killers is really an undercover Christian band and it's like no way. Well, or like, but more, I like thought Mormon, Brandon Flowers was Mormon. More Mormon band. And if you go oh. look at all the lyrics, they're like pretty crazy. I, I feel like that it's possible. Yeah. I think that um, I think that mine would be the cure, just like heaven. That's a good one. I do think that this song is one of the most perfectly written songs in the history of music. I don't know why, but that's how I feel. Yeah. Did you hear this? No. Show me, show me, show me how you do that trick. The one that makes me scream, she said. The one that makes me love, she 
said, threw her arms around my neck. Show me how you do it. Oh, such a good song. And if I'm dying in the upside down, I want a song about heaven because that's where I want to go. Ah. Uh. You're out here trying to get fucking revenge on dudes. Your yep. boy's over here trying to secure his spot for the everlasting. Got you know? it. So priorities, Brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm keeping my priorities where they're at. Yeah, that sounds good. You never got into The Boys, did you? No. The Boys season three, it's just getting even more insane. I've talked about this show a lot. It's very popular. It's on Prime. It's a superhero show, but it shows like what would it be like if the superheroes were just kind of trash people because they wouldn't be perfect. They wouldn't all be like Superman and like Captain America or whatever. They would have flaws and all this kind of stuff. So in season three, in the first episode, and it's beautiful, and it all goes back to a Marvel theory that like if you wanted to kill Thanos, Ant-Man should have shrunk down to a the size of a you know an atom or whatever gone into Thanos's asshole and then expanded Ew. and exploded him and like that would have been an easy way to kill Thanos. Mm-hmm. So the boys have done this exact thing and they made it into reality where there's a bunch of the superheroes partying, doing coke and you know, getting drunk or whatnot, and there is a character called it's, it's another insect I can't remember what it is and he's gay. And so he's with his, like, gay lover, and they're, like, blowing coke, and they're, like, naked and stuff. And uh, his gay lover's like, I want you inside of me. So he shrinks down to Tiny, and then he goes into his gay lover's penis, and he starts, like, scratching on the walls of his urethra, bro. And the guy's like, oh, my God, go, go, go to my prostate, go to my prostate. And because he's been blowing coke, he starts to sneeze, and he sneezes one time... And then expands and ex- fucking explodes. The what? <laughs> fucking beautiful television, dude. It's, this show sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it's so amazing. He's inside his penis scratching it. And then he fucking expands as he blew too much coke. And like all of the, like, can you imagine writing that scene and being like, this is real. We're going to do this. And You it's, had to be on some kind of drugs to write that scene. so great. Anyways, The Boys Season 3 is so good. It's such a good fucking show. If you guys aren't into that, I don't know what to tell you. It's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Okay, okay. I got to lease everything. I got a bone to pick. Okay, it's all right. All right? Mm-hmm. Hey, clothing companies out there, let's stop sewing pockets. For no fucking reason. No one said, you know what I wish these pants didn't have? Pockets. Okay? So what's the fucking point of sewing up the pocket? Also, you made the pocket. Okay? The fabric is there. The pouch is there. Why are you being a gatekeeper here? All right? Why are you sewing this thing up? In what world does this make any sense? Hey, you know what I want to do before a big night out? I want to crudely cut my fucking asshole open with like some kitchen scissors so I can put my wallet back there. Makes zero sense. Also, seamstresses and like the pe- the clothing companies, you're just wasting thread, guy. What's the point? Has anyone said, you know what, man? I really wish this was sewn back up. No. No one's ever said it. But you know what you got to do? You got to start ripping it and then slicing it with some fucking scissors that you find in the kitchen. And then all of a sudden you got frayed thread everywhere. I don't understand. Let's stop doing that, guys. 
That's fair. A lot of times I will cut pockets out of pants. Really? Yeah, like the one, especially the ones that go on the front of the leg, you know? Mm. Like in like a sweat pant or like a like a lounge pant or something. Like I cut them. My mom used to do this when I was a kid. I cut them. And then sometimes I have to sew it, but like I cut them so that it doesn't like make a weird line on my leg. Yeah, but then sometimes you put like things in the pockets and then they slide all the way down your leg. No. Like you chit your pants. No. Oh. I don't really put things in pockets. I think I, I like I think for the same reason. Then it makes my legs look bulky or bulgy or weird. <laughs> Putting things in pockets is kind of a man thing, I think. Because you guys don't have a purse to put anything in. Yeah, I know. I feel like guys are starting to gravitate towards having a purse, which is basically a fanny pack that they've like thrown over their shoulder, which I'm not sure if I like this look. I, I yeah, like purse. I feel like a lot of people are doing it. Go big or go home, guy. You know, like get a purse <laughs> or don't. But like, let's not like half-ass his fanny pack over here. Uh-huh. Do you have anything else? I mean, listen, I w- weekly look forward to The Time Traveler's Wife, which I'm sure you haven't watched. No, is it great, though? I'm sorry. I don't know that there's a hotter man on this earth than Theo James. Mm. He is freaking gorgeous. Like, I just can't even. I don't know if if the show is really as good or, or if I just really enjoy getting to watch Theo James on the screen for an hour every Sunday. Like, chef's kiss thank you this is this is just what my sunday needed you know little theo james on the screen he's naked a quarter of the time because he can't take his clothes when he time travels so you know you get to see his rocking bod i mean it's pretty great so if you guys aren't watching the time traveler's wife highly recommend yeah go back in time and watch that shit so good there's a documentary on netflix right now called web of make-believe death lies in the internet have you seen this oh No, what is that? Dude, I started watching this recently, so I'm only like an episode in, but it's fucked up, man. Here's the tag. Conspiracy, fraud, violence, murder. What starts out virtual can get real all too quickly. And when the web is worldwide, so are the consequences. Have you ever heard the term swatter? I don't think so. It's about like all these gamers who will play Call of Duty or whatever and, like, talk a lot of shit to one another, and they get so angry that they'll call the SWAT team on someone that they don't like. What? And they'll be like, I just shot my dad in the head. He was having an argument with my mom. You need to come now. And they'll go to someone's house who they... Because they, they got a call and saying, like, this is the address, and it's just, like, some gamer who's like, what the fuck is happening? first episode's about this one kid, Tyler, who, like, does it a lot. Like, he calls in bomb threats all the time. He's, like, big into this, and he gets caught, but he keeps on doing it. And on the dark web, people will pay him to do this. Inevitably, it goes wrong. Finally, like, they swat the wrong house, and someone walks out and is, like, very confused, and there are bad consequences. Anyways, this whole thing is crazy. You got to watch this. Damn. Yeah. Have you talked about the Netflix docu-series called Keep Sweet. Yeah, we w- I talked about it last episode. That's the one you were talking about, right? Yeah. Miley was talking about it and she's obsessed. Yeah. Which by uh, the- I think we're going to start that. Yeah, which by the way, I saw like a lot of LDS people commenting on uh, <laughs> the most recent post. Oh, yeah. People, and, and they're like, that's FLDS. That's different than the LDS. Oh. And now, So yeah, yeah, but guess what? It's three of the same four letters. It's kind of close, bro. It's kind of close. I mean, 
I mean, yeah, you're right. It's not the F part's different, but the LDS part's similar, so I don't know. What's the uh, what's the F part? Fundamentalist. Oh. Yeah. I see. And to all the Mormons out there, we kid. But also, your religion's crazy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Some guy didn't find tablets in Utah in fucking a couple hundred years ago. But here's the other thing, though. That one is crazy. It is crazy. But so is the 14-year-old virgin who has a child uh, via God <laughs> of whom grows up and walks on water and makes a lot of fish appear and turns water to wine and then dies and then comes back to life. That's crazy, too. And also fucking Scientology with, like, the aliens and DC-10s flying across the universe and Thetan levels. It's all crazy. No, totally. It's easy to make fun of Mormons, but it's just as easy, if you really think about it, to make fun of people who are Christian. And it's just as easy to make fun of people who are Scientologists because it's all bonkers. And no <laughs> one has any fucking actual empirical evidence or proof of anything. And that's what faith is. Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> that's, faith is just believing in something that is crazy. That's true. And that's beautiful. It is. And that's what America's all about. You know? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. That, I love this enlightened version of you. I mean, like, people are going to comment me for saying that. That's pretty blasphemous. But it's true. It's all crazy. Every religion's kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. I you mean, know? it's just all kind of crazy. Yeah. We're all crazy. Yeah. I watched the, the new Matrix. It got a lot of hate. I kind of liked it. Oh. I'm not going in expecting Oscar-worthy performances. That's not what The Matrix is, bro. Uh, uh -huh. You know, it's fighting and it's Keanu Reeves and shooting, shoot him up and everything. The only thing I didn't like about it, Jada Pinkett Smith's in it, and I don't like Jada Pinkett Smith anymore because of the Oscars. So that's oh. the thing. Yeah, this is crazy. But I actually never saw The Matrix. Yeah, same with Sarah. And like, well, really. Well, she's like, I don't know if she's like really into it or whatever. And I think the first Matrix is one of the best movies ever. I mean, yeah, I feel like I don't know anyone else that's never seen it. That's my age anyway. Yeah, the Wachowski brothers, they're great. great. But I'm like, if I went back and watched The Matrix now, is it going to be as good? Is it such an old movie? It might be even more crazy because like the internet's gotten even more insane since they made that movie. True. And also, like, the thought of humanity not being in base reality but being in some sort of simulation has now become a more widely agreed-upon possibility than before. And so that's what it's all about. It's like the theory is, is if this is a simulation. Right. And we're really plugged in somewhere else or whatnot. Mm -hmm. I got a ding-ding for Sarah. She watched the new Father of the Bride. Oh, what'd she think about it? She loved it. She said it was, Oh, really? She said it was great. Okay. So I, I haven't seen it, so... Andy Garcia's in it. It's like, I mean, who doesn't love Andy Garcia? Yeah, I'll probably watch it. I mean, it's just another one. I'm like, God, where are the original ideas right now? I, like, I feel like we're just remaking everything. So I'm he I was hesitant to start it. But, I mean, if it's good, it's good, you know? I know. It's just so hard because, like, Steve Martin and Martin Short in yeah. the original are so good. I know. So fantastic. Martin Short... I think is one of the funniest people that's ever lived. And his portrayal of the gay French wedding planner is so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Mock. Oh, man. 
Um, you know what I'm talking about? You know, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> you know what else I did watch? It's, it's nothing, you know, groundbreaking. But um, they, I think they just released it. But it's like a... I don't know. It's like an inside look at like the the cast of Ozark saying goodbye to the show or whatever. Oh yeah. And it interviews everybody to get you know like their take on the ending and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I enjoyed it. If you like Ozark, it's you know, and you like behind the scenes stuff, it's a cute little quick watch. Yeah. Um. All right. You got anything else? I think that's all I got. All right. Well, should we go out on some Kelly Carson? Might as freaking well. If anyone out there is in the Upside Down and you're being held captive by Vecna. Um, and you were born in the late 1980s. Maybe this song. Early 1990s. Yeah. 2004, actually, this came out. Yeah. See, yeah. If you're being held captive by Vecna, and you need something to pull you back into reality. And you hate men. And <laughs> men are trash. <laughs> I mean, Vecna's a man, so like it, it checks out, I guess. It does. Uh, you know, maybe this will help. Um... Well, have fun the rest of your of the rest of your um, journey. Thanks. Can't wait to tell you guys more about it next week. Oh, 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 oh! I can't leave without giving a shout out to the YFTer that was on my flight on the way here. Oh, really? She was so sweet. She sat in the row um, across like across the aisle from us, and the second I sat down, she was like, "I just have to say, I love the podcast, YFTer, since the beginning." She oh, was wow. so nice. Yeah. Wait, wait, was Miley there? Yeah, Miley sat next to me, and I was like, "Heh." Yes. But then, but then, but first she did say the podcast. And then at the end of the flight, she was like, also, she was with her husband. She was like, also, um, I met my husband because of Hannah Montana. Ugh. And it was something about the hoedown throwdown. Like he, he did the hoedown throwdown dance and she, I don't know. That's somehow how they met. So God. great gal. Hope she's enjoying her trip here. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, have fun. I'm going to keep on making these, uh, lemonada, lemonada margaritas. Okay. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. See y'all. Bye. Bye. Get what I want. Yeah, I do. Windows down in my Nissan Altima with my black hair with blonde highlights, just like Kelly. Yeah. Black let, nail polish. Let me guess. Your Nissan Altima was white. It was silver. Yeah. Hated it. I feel like every Nissan Altima is white. <laughs> <laughs> I never see a different color of a Nissan Altima. <laughs> All right. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.